You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom Abrocha. If it's Sunday afternoon, this must be Rizka Daraisa. I'm Avram Kivalevich, and I am speaking with uh, Yosef Gavriel Bechofel, um, who had a good excuse for uh, not being here uh, last night or on the Arab Shabbos because he's actually uh, in Detroit right now. And yet, with great Messias Nefesh, Yosef Gavriel knows we have this, uh, the Eilach's Tomid is not going to be bottle. Rizka Daraisa is here with you. Rabbi Yosef, I know uh, this morning when we were, when you sent me this uh, article about uh, a writer for the Jewish press, I believe, uh, who has seen the events that have been occurring in the last couple of weeks, specifically uh, the events over the last two weeks, the social unrest, um, the movement uh, for defunding the police, in fact, and other things, as a catalyst in his mind, almost a message from God, as I, I think uh, from some of his other writings, that now is the time to go to Eretz Israel. Now is the time to realize that Goa's life and America, he says, is the epicenter of the diaspora, the place where Jews have thrived the most in this let's distancia, as uh, I believe Rav Chaim put it, let's distancia, and now it's time for that stancia to leave that one. And now we must move to Eretz Yisrael. And uh, I have to say, before I get your comments on it, uh, I did a little research um, and I saw that this fellow and maybe others like him are the same people that have been sensing that this is a, a, a messianic time in general from the time of the inception of COVID. And therefore, uh, it's all part of one piece. We need to go be Makar of the Gula. And, we, and even if you, I guess if you reject that, maybe we should see now that America is not our place. I don't know if this is being echoed in other areas, but if it came to the keen eye of Rabbi Yisuf Gabriel Belchoff, it's probably coming to the eyes of many others. And therefore, let's get your input, whether you think this is a time to really consider leaving and pulling up stakes and going to Eretz Yisrael. Well, I have the... Um... I had this, had this difference of opinion with friends of mine going back for 40 years, is a, uh, close on 40 years, 40 years, getting old, yeah, more than 40 years, uh, as I'm sure you have had from time to time, but you probably don't have as many radical Zionist friends as I do, but uh, the, I'm, lucky uh, if I, I'm lucky if I can count any friends, you're one of my few friends, that's the only reason I call you, I think, go well, ahead. That, that may be, and uh, I feel bad for you, but uh, the... Uh, the point is, the question whether is, question, the eternal question is, is it better to be a Rav and Mashpia in Chutzlaret or to be a ditch digger in Eretz Yisrael? And the, uh, the overwhelming uh, number of religious Zionists and even some Haredim, uh, I shouldn't say, uh, will tell you that um, it is uh, more worthwhile to be in even as a and mashpia, and they will not concede that God may have a design for people to be in various places chutzlarts for whatever purpose. Now, there one has to distinguish perhaps between a balabas and a rav. In other words, maybe there is no excuse for any balabas to be in America 
hey, there's only excuse for a bunny to be in America to to help steer the ship, which is re, remains with those uh, lost uh, um, lost tribes of America and other places in in Kutzlaritz. But I would say that since Israeli society, uh, Israeli Orthodox society, is such a mess that the Heter Reb Chaim Cohen gives in Tosis at the end of Ksumas to Meir Chutzlaritz if it's difficult to get there to Israel or, or other reasons which are extenuating circumstances for Yishuvah to Israel not to apply, still apply Bizman And as Reb Moshe writes in his Tshuva on Yishuvah so it's if I recall correctly, it's a mitzvah humus, not a mitzvah humus. And it's only can be good, and there must must be that way, because if a Baruch who put Jews in Arab Kanfos Tevel, like Shamshul Hirsch writes, there must be a purpose and a reason for it, and that purpose and reason can apply both to the layman and to the scholar. And uh, therefore, I reject that perspective, and I say that yes, while living there in Israel is a very high level and a wonderful thing and a positive thing. And halavai, we shall be zeichet to live in Eretz So at the time, it's not ripe for the forsaking of the diaspora. A, because some of us have, I'm summing up. A, because some of us have a mission chutzlarts. B, because Israeli from society is so uh, uh, quirky and um, uh, messed up. And C, because Akash Baruch Hu puts people in places with a reason for their being there at that time and place. I see. Well, what a uh, explosion of scholastic energy uh, from the question. I think it was very, uh, uh, very impressive, but uh, pretty much evaded uh, the point, which is, do you believe that what's happening here is an indicator that says Shoyin Oisfashpilt? All you said was, all you said was, is why it's a positive to be here in America. And what you can do, and maybe someone who, in what you said, would be a ditch digger. Although I don't think you would be a ditch digger if you went there. I, I don't know if you would have the legion of fans you have here, but I think you would still be able to to create. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't necessarily agree. Okay, about yourself. Before we start about talking myself, about yeah. you, I, you know what? I, I don't mind putting the spotlight on you because you've sh- you've shown it on me in so many <laughs> some the last couple of weeks. But first of all, let's talk about the first thing. I, I guess what the answer you're trying to say is that you don't think it's panic mode and you think that this, this too will pass. Um, and you think that basically we should understand it in the bigger picture, which is, Hey, look, you've got a purpose here. Uh, obviously Eretz Yisrael, uh, the, the, the premium on Tyre and Eretz Yisrael is going to produce greater minds and learning. And obviously there's people here who are considered Rashka Boggs and Eretz Yisrael, there's probably 20 of them in every little stiebel, right? Something like that. Sort of what Rav Cook Satsal said, Rabbi Isaac Alevi over a hundred and something years ago about the difference between Eretz Yisrael and Chutzlarts. So therefore, here, since you have this sort of elevated place, you have its, its chance to be mashpia, and you shouldn't give that up because the, the toyelist of what you're doing here might be immense. Whereas if you go to Eretz Yisrael, although you would be maybe learning Torah and being a great masmid in many ways and maybe even writing more svarim and more important things, but what you can, the way you can change the people around you is much stronger here than there. I mean, that's, that's pretty much what you said in short. But I, I guess you, you're rejecting this idea that what's happening now is any sort of sign that we should start thinking about picking up stakes and moving, right? Right. Okay. And um, it's here, here I'm going to just, before we get into you and, 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 and uh, dissecting you at your in-law's house, um, what, I would, what I would say is, is that 
there has been enough upheaval, and I'm not talking about the social upheaval, especially the way that article was written, necessarily about the you know the the, the Black Lives Matter movement. That's that's a part I, I feel he was totally off the mark. But uh, maybe I'll put it in the in the, the program notes if people want to take a look at that article if they can find it. But I think I about say, I, I think since we're saying he so much, we might as well say his name. Okay, Rabbi Hanania, is it Hanania Weissman? Weissman, yeah. Hanania Weissman, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, it's fine. Uh, and we'll put his name in there and people can check out his articles and decide on their own. But I guess what I wanted to ask you was that Chinuch and other things have been thrown into uh, disarray. And maybe you're right, maybe the, the, with the, the, the Corona vaccine is on its way and things are overblown. But I, I do think that this period has caused a lot of thought about Chinuch and other things of, 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 of the, the, how solid the institutions are here. And um, I, I do think there's somewhat to, somewhat to reflect about that. Um, not about the fact that it's unstable and that the society is going to crumble like uh, Hanania is trying, Rabbi Hanania is trying to say. But rather, you know, there's a lot of things here which are going to go through some tough times. And maybe Eretz Yisrael does have options, especially in terms of raising children. Uh, look, me and you, as we've said many times, are old codgers. We're in our, I know I'm in my third act. I'm not sure which act you're in. But maybe for us, things are a little bit different. But I think for young people, I, I would just respond. For young people who aren't necessarily, their roots aren't that deep, I think this is a time to reflect about a lot of the positives of, of, of what Eretz Yisrael can give. And um, especially in terms of, of chinuch and things like that. So I, I think he has a point. And I think that he should probably direct it not to everybody in Moss, but I think maybe towards the people that have the wherewithal, or at least are at a time of age in their life when you're saying that the aspects that you mentioned, the name of Chaim Koyen, don't, don't apply, which are, it isn't going to be so difficult, the, 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 the derech isn't going to be so kosher, and they might, in fact, get, get a greater benefit out of that. Let's now, okay, so now let me, um, now that you've... Uh, Did you have a sign to live the court, Israel will move back to America? Excuse me? Don't you have a son, you have a son who lived yes, in Israel? Yes, I do. He's, he's technically a Ben. I do have a son that way, yes. You see, you're, you're so sneaky. I, 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 right before I got, I, I was sharpening my knife, and all of a sudden you turn it back on me. But I, I will answer that question. Yes, I have a son. I don't know if he's ever going to listen to this program, but he's actually honest. He's actually one of the people I was referring to. He was so disappointed in so much of the Zoom chinuch and really brought to the fore some of the other uh, flaws in, in, in what's happening. So he's told me actually recently, I don't know, that, that this is going to be his last year. He's going to zero in on moving back. So even though he did make Aliyah, he found an Israeli girl who sort of pushed him back to make some money. He's really on his way back. He keeps one day, uh, according to, I don't know whose sock it was, but he does keep one day. And he's basically, uh, I, I don't know what he's doing with his money, but I think he might be building a house near Israel or having something over there. So he's actually one of the people I was thinking about uh, who is, is of the age to move. Let's talk about you, Rabbi Yosef. Um, Wait a second, no, not yet. Is he, has he committed to one of the uh, sharply, divided streams of Orthodox Judaism in Israel. Okay, so this is something which, you know, when, and my, and when I spoke uh, on one of our other programs, which you can get on the podcast site, the Aspen of the Novominster, uh, we talked about the Novominster's criticism and everybody's criticism of that sharp divide that exists in Eretz Israel, and it's a very ugly, poisonous thing. 
Um, you've mentioned it in, in, in certain ways as well on this program. Um, yeah, that is a very difficult thing to jump into. On the other hand, I think just like a lot of Lush and Horror and other things... Did he choose? What? Did he choose? I don't think it's as... I think he's he's discovering his where his space is, and and I will say that his brand of frumkite that he has, he will find more people there who subscribe to it than here. Look, everybody has been telling me that for for years as well. You know, why aren't you in Eretz Israel? You're such a you're you're you are the here you're an iconoclast and you don't fit in. If you go to Eretz Israel, you're going to find many people. And now yeah, let's, talk about, let's talk about Bechofer. So Bechofer. You think that you think that if you went to Eretz Yisrael, that you would be like a ditch digger compared to what you are now? You don't think that you would get a, a chabur of chaver? Look, look, I, I, people. Can, hey, my brother was there for twenty years, and he came came back. Okay, so Yochanan is right. He'll be happy to hear that you said that. Um, <laughs> your brother is a little bit of a different persona than you. I think that, uh, um, you know, he did definitely try to push himself in Eretz Yisrael as a, yeah, as a part yeah. of him. And I think he had a Steller once. I think he had some Stellers. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Listen. Everybody is like that in Eretz Yisrael. Nobody has real stellars. But look, uh, you know, I actually believe if you would ask me as your friend, I would say you could probably do quite well in Eretz Yisrael. I'm not saying right. that you, he's doing I'm not fabulous. saying you live in the beautiful house you live in in Muncie. But I think he's doing fabulously in the five towns. He's a big guru and he has a big following. And Eretz Yisrael, he never managed to get it. I don't think. I don't. I don't. In the one. Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, anecdotal piece of evidence in my family is fucked from what you're saying. You're not him, and I think that there are people out there, especially a lot of uh, American uh, emigres who have, have moved there, that would find Rabbi Yisav Kaplil quite a breath of fresh air. And look, if you'd be willing to bite the bullet for a little while, I think you could probably create a yeshiva there and probably have more ashba. In, in many ways, at least on a one-on-one basis. I don't know how many friends you have on Facebook and thousands of people that follow you. And, and, and But I think over there, the chances of you having a, a yeshiva of what you really want, I think is probably greater. And I think the B'nai Aliyah there will be attracted to you. So I actually would actually, uh, as much as I love having you around, I think you probably would do well over there. And I think you could probably outdo what you're doing here. That's my, that, that's... Okay, I aren't, know aren't, aren't you, aren't you happy that I gave you that compliment? I am, but I don't, I don't believe it. So you think that people will look at you and say... I don't even think you really believe it. I think you're just trying to race me on here a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, you know what? I actually do believe it. I actually do believe it. Because look, I know what you're doing here. Look, uh, listen, I call you Arava Gernabes of Gavriel, the Sarateira. And and I say it obviously tongue in cheek, but look, both of us, uh, you know, you and Clifton and me somewhere uh, floating over Elizabeth in New York, we all know that this isn't necessarily what we were meant to do. So, look, having a, a little, what was the, what was the Salvatric, the American Salvatric, not Rebdovit, um you know, I'm talking about the American Salvatric who had always a small little yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael. Michael? No, he was a Salvage. I know, it's a Feinstein, I'm sorry. Uh, Salvage. He was a cousin. He was a cousin. Yitzhak? 
yeah, Rav Yitzchok Salvechik, right? So Rav Yitzchok Salvechik had had a, a group, always a small yeshiva, but he had geshmak American lumped on him, and he made a big difference with people. I'm not saying that you're going to have Hevron. I'm not saying you're going to have Bonovich, but you might have 10, 15 geshmak of Hevron, who knows? Finally, and then, and then Kivalevich will come to be the, the main magachir there, but I'm saying you'll be able to... <laughs> I think well, you, you'll be able to... It create. didn't work in Skokie. Why would it work in America? Because well. again, Eretz Yisrael, what you say, um, <laughs> what did you say? It was quirky in Eretz Yisrael? Is that the term you used before? The quirkiness? Yes. Yeah. yeah, the quirkiness is actually there's still that quirky mentality that I think would actually. I think we'd end up. I think we'd end up in Spas as beatniks and have good a following. I, I would any space in Eretz I think would be great. <laughs> I, look, what, what keeps me here is a lot of other aspects that don't have to do with my persona and learning. I think I probably, if all things, I, I actually reject what you're saying. I think if I was in Eretz Yisrael, with the partnership with you or not. I think I'd probably be able to do with more in terms of hashba and learning than I'm doing now. And I think the same thing could be said about you. So, um, Oh, I think you'd be a ditch digger. What? I think you'd be a ditch digger. You think I'd be a, you think I'd be a ditch digger? Yes. <laughs> so you think I'd be bombished? They would be to make a clip over there? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now, based on what? I, I know I'm not a, such a tremendous bulky on what? Are you wearing a blue shirt right now? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So you think I don't? I won't be able to conform to what the absolutely not. Are. So I hear. Yes. And, and and you think you won't be able to put yourself in America? You don't have to get uh, at least not yet. Maybe I'm wrong. It doesn't seem like you need to be in a specific box. But you would not be in a box, and therefore no, you'd have no following because all the trans boxes are rare and far between. Well, look. I was just reading today. You know, I was uh, I was reading today about um, a very interesting thing that the the two rabbonim on the on the Eda uh, Haredes. Um, Rabbi Yitzchak Tuvia Weiss and Rabbi Moshe Sternbach, they should both be gesund. I know Rabbi Weiss uh, is recovering from COVID. Um, they both came from England, right? They were in England and then Rabbi Moshe Sternbach was from South Africa. Wait, just listen to my point. When they got to Eretz Yisrael, they changed the way they looked, the way they changed their attitudes. I think Kibbelevich and Beth Harper could do a similar job. Oh, you mean you, if, we, if we sell our souls, we'll be okay? <laughs> I don't think so, because I think you think they sold. That's what Diane Weiss had to do. I know very much Sternbach had a soul to begin with in that respect, but uh, Diane Diane Weiss, Minchas Yitzchak, certainly had to sell us. No, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about Yitzchak Tuvia Weiss. I'm not talking about. I know about. I know his background. I know it's in Antwerp. I don't know what he was over there. Yeah, I guess right. Look, my point is is that we wouldn't have. We're not becoming Diana Madrecharedus, but I think you're right to answer the question in a big place. My son, you, me, all of us, if we moved to Eretz Yisrael, we definitely would have to fine-tune and change and tweak certain things. But I think that would, I think the ends uh, would justify the means. And you're right, I, I, I wear the blue shirt because I haven't walked out of the house except, uh, you know, uh, once every two weeks to get provisions. But I think I could walk the walk and talk the talk decent enough and then create that area. And I think what's true for Bechafer and Kivalevich might be true for many people. They will, I think they, I think Hanania uh, Weissman has a point that, you know, part of the reconsideration in COVID, I think should be reconsideration of where's the best, best place for you, for you and anyone to be. So um, uh, I, I think there's, there's quite a, a lot of truth to it. You know, let us, as Curtis Lewis says on 
WABC. Let us open up this question to our many listeners. Let us see. We, we get around how many, 60 hits a week? So sometimes you sometimes I, double that. Well, I would say the, the last one, as I told you before we started recording, got over, I think it's about 150 right now. Okay, and, so listeners, uh, if you're still out there, we'd like to hear your opinion. What do you think about people like Kibalevich and Beckhoffer? What would they do in Eretz So They end up being ditch diggers or gurus. I say ditch diggers, and Bob Ramo says gurus. Yeah, okay. Also, you I, I, I want to say one second. I didn't say guru. I say having a chevra that we could actually enjoy and be involved with. We wouldn't have to dumb down and worry about um, people misinterpreting. I think it would be growth and gishmak, the same type of rananus and and, 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 and chius that most people get, no matter of what age, people who are kindred spirits together. I don't know if it would be a guru, but I think that uh, it would be a, a, a greater gishmak as a human being and as a, trying to be a, a Talmud Chacham as well. So, all right, let's hear what people have to say, uh, and, and, and we'll put it there. Meanwhile, um, I wish you luck on your return trip from uh, Detroit, and uh, uh, whatever sorts of means you take that you don't have to make stops in the rest areas. Um, <laughs> and uh, you stand for us all. Chodi for your food and shoes for Claudius. Yeah, I never thought of that. But it's happy, come on. You can say when it's epic because they ate the mon in the midbar. That's right. That's right. So if you can if you can get yourself some some of that type of uh then I'm sure you're not gonna have the problem of uh, of stopping. Of course right. my my daughter says that we should learn from our dog. And uh, we should uh, realize that there are other eights as well in terms of these type of trips. So that's it this week, my friends. Um, and uh, we'll hopefully we'll see you next week. Uh, hopefully on an Arab Shabbos from Eitzay Shabbos. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.